Psalm 190, verse 105. I was just thinking of that this morning. It says, His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. I heard this thing this week and that said, what would happen if you carried around a real Bible everywhere you went? What would happen if we actually took a real Bible around everywhere we went? Like, like we do our phone. What would what 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 would what would happen? What what if we carried a real Bible everywhere? Just like our phone and and like your phone, you, you scroll through the Bible over and over throughout the day. I mean I mean what would happen in our what would happen in our lives? What would happen to you if you were to read your Bible as much or as more as you read? Your phone, hey, I'm not, I'm preaching to me. Yes. <laughs> Security, remove this lady. We don't have a security team. If you'd like to form one, we'd be good. <laughs> what would happen if you left your house? And this is what made me, Think about it. What, what would you happen if you left your house in the morning and you, and you forgot your Bible and you quickly turned? It was like, oh, I forgot my, I forgot, it's on my bag. Like, trying to turn around, could rush back because I did exactly that this week with my phone. I left it here at church. I got home. I'm like, where's my phone? And I was immediately jumping in the car and driving back. Would I do that? Have I ever done that for my Bible? Imagine if we we did that for our Bible because it feels weird to walk around without your Bible. <laughs> Just like it feels weird to walk around without your phone. What if you received messages from your paper Bible? Messages from who? What if you could, thank you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, everyone was thinking that, Angie. <laughs> Fill the space. What if you couldn't live without it? What if during an emergency, it's the first place you turn, and, and you know what, well, what's even better about the analog Bible is you never get disconnected, and you never have to pay the bill, the bill's already been paid. Amen. In full by Jesus. Come on. The Bible is so much better than your phone. People don't care as much about the Bible. Isn't that true? How would it change our lives? That's not the message. That's just a thought. <laughs> For today. And, and it's a thought because I have to use this Bible because I don't have any scriptures for the screen <laughs> today because I've had to change my message three times. I've worked on it on Friday and on Saturday. Grace and Kyle, they, they've, they've gone. Pretty sad for Mama and Papa and the grandkids. They're actually not worried about Grace and Kyle. It's the grandkids, isn't it? It's the grandkids. But... um. They're in a good new life church there, and, and th 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 that church is going to need all the help it's 
because <laughs> the pastor just broke his leg like yesterday. Yeah. It's not a sign. <laughs> Stay on. As you can tell, elf in the room, I've got a cold. I've tested four billion times. I do not have COVID, but stay away. <laughs> All right, just if, if you're there. But I, I, I worked. The reason I didn't have any scripture because I, I prepared, and then I, I was feeling uncomfortable. Yesterday evening, I'm feeling, Danica's like, where are the scriptures? I'm like, Danica, I, I've just finished. And, and the thing is, I, I was feeling un, uh, uncomfortable with, I was like, oh, I don't feel this is right. And so I'm going home and, Anita's preaching up in Palmerston North at Life Church uh, there, and I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. So then I was like, ah, started looking for what can, what can I do a sermon on? And, 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 and I, 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 you know, you look, you look through your repertoire or whatever of, you know, I've got hundreds and hundreds of sermons. And I, I felt God highlight this one, and, 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 and then, I, then I was like, ah, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that one. And so I went and did another one, and then I spent like hours. Preparing it till 11.30 at night, and Nita came home. She was excited. I'm like, be quiet. I'm trying to pray. And then at 5 o'clock in the morning, today, I felt God say as I'm waking up, why didn't you just do what I told you to do? And so I'm like, okay then. So this is my practice one. I'll be perfect in the next service. Yeah, yeah, but it's a message I've I, I've done I, I don't know years ago, but but again I just felt God, God's like I wanted to do this again, and it's a message maybe some of you heard it, but, but again it's probably well I think maybe God wants to speak to someone, maybe He wants to speak to me, maybe He wants to speak to you, but I, I hope so. That's why we come to church, God speak. But it's a message called baggage. You know, and I love airports, and, you know, part of our role as the new life leaders to lead new life is we get to travel a lot. We need to get, we get to go into airports. We're traveling this weekend to Auckland, going to spend a, a day with Dr. Sam Chand, a, a leadership guy bringing 40 leaders together from around the country, from our churches. But I get to travel a lot. Now, hey, one thing which is exciting, last week in new life churches, can I, can I, can I just tell you, they baptized 36 people last week in new life, uh, new life churches. Just on last Sunday, it's just the ones we, uh, we know about. 18 in Ashburton, half of them got in and fully dressed. They just said, anyone want, and, and people were just getting in. The, but something's happening. Amen. Another 15 in uh, um, uh, living uh, living. Waters, yeah, living waters, and then uh, in Darfield, a small country town, three people there. And, and, and then I asked people on the New Life Facebook, how many have you baptized? In the last month, 63 people, just the ones we know about. But I love airports. At airports, of course, one of the things you, you notice when people travel from one place to another, from one country to another, that they carry baggage. Uh, we, we, we were in India just a few few weeks ago, and I want to just say, whenever we travel to India, we take a lot of, Anita takes a lot of um, baggage. And of course, people have all kinds of, all kinds of baggage, right? People in airports, when you're looking around, you get, some have hand baggage, some have, have, have one piece of, 
baggage. Then there's those other weird people. Don't you, do, they have noisy baggage. You, you see people with noisy baggage. You know, it's those, those suitcases when they're going along the grass. Like, they've got a wheel. Sto- I, I, I drive me mad. It's like chalk scratching your fingernails down a down a board, noisy baggage. Still others have way too much baggage. They're, they're, they're pushing trolleys of it. That's us. <laughs> uh, when we travel, especially to India, we always carry lots of uh, baggage. And I want to say that's kind of like life too. As we travel through life, people, people carry different amounts of baggage. We, we know that. We know, we know people who carry baggage. We know people who carry way too much Baggage. Do you know people who carry a lot of baggage? I mean, and you're sitting next to it, don't say anything. <laughs> you know, for 11 years, we, we, we lived in India as missionaries, and of course, we had all the kids, and really, we, we had the kids so they could push our <laughs> baggage, because we had a lot of baggage. So we had five kids, five trolleys. No, we didn't have five kids, by the way. <laughs> we had three kids, five of us, five trolleys, and we pushed them. We pushed them hard. Like our trolleys, like in those days, there were no laptops and anything. When we, when we traveled, we didn't take it. We took a whole PC. We took microwaves. We took, you know, we, we took everything but the kitchen sink. And we made sure our kids pushed those, uh, poor, little, poor little kids pushing those, those trolleys. Yeah, that's how we did it. That, that, that's how we did it. We had a ton of baggage, and it was, we, we were that awkward family, and I, I remember that wasn't just our trolley baggage, our hand baggage, and you might remember this guy. Because I remember this one, but I, I, I can see the bag even now. I can feel the pain of it. <laughs> you, you're only allowed 32 kgs, but hand luggage is, you know, you know. Don't look at me. You've done this. But I had 33 kgs in my um, books. I had Bibles and books and stuff. And it was so heavy that it was cutting into my shoulder. Blood was dripping. No, it wasn't quite. But, but it, it was heavy, right? And it's about to, I'm carrying on the plane trying to make it look like light. Just like we do with some of our baggage that we carry. I'm trying to make it look, look light. And I remember this little stewardess. I don't know if she was little, but it adds to the story. But I remember this stewardess. And she said, can I help you with that? I'm like, no, no, no thanks. Because I know if she took it, it would hit the floor, go through the floor, and fall out on the tarmac. It was that, it was that heavy. It was that heavy. But I, but, I, but I love it when you can travel, like we're going to Auckland this week, we can travel pretty much baggage-free, but travel, travel light. You can, you can hop on a flight, and you can do what you want really un. un unhindered. That's, that's what it's like when you aim to live light. Because here's some things I know about baggage I want to say today. I know about baggage from my experience. Number one, it's heavy. And heavy baggage slows you down. It slows you down. In fact, it can end up hurting you <laughs> from my recent trip to India. I'm still on a- dear, I'm still on ACC because I damaged my back and I hurt my wrist. I told Anita, I said, don't overpack it. And I had to lift it in awkward positions and cars and all that kind of stuff. And, and it hurt my back. And so I'm, I'm, I'm getting, you know, sometimes if our baggage is too heavy, it can slow us down and it can hurt us. And, 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 and it's, just, it, it, it's just the truth. And 
you know, airlines, of course, these days, they, they, they don't allow you to carry more than 32 kgs. Why? Because it hurts people if they've got to lift it. And sometimes uh, we, we, we've, got to, we, we've got to realize, all right, can you keep quiet on the cheap seats? <laughs> Who is that lady? I can't see. <laughs> She's telling me the lie. She knows it off by heart. <laughs> Settle down. But the thing is, that slows you down. The heavy luggage slows you down. Just That's why we missed our flight. And, and uh, between the connecting flights in Auckland, because we, we, it was just too heavy and, and it was loaded. And, and of course, they had to look at it as well. And, but but, but, but it, it's heavy. It's heavy and it can hurt people. And it's, uh, um, I thought that was security coming too. <laughs> Thank you, Maya. It can hurt people. And, and of course, we all know that saying, hurt people hurt people. So here's the second thing I know about baggage. You carry too much baggage, and other people are going to have to help you with it. Just like I said, traveling to India, sometimes if you've got too much baggage, even your kids will end up carrying your baggage. Too many kids carrying their parents' baggage. Too many absent parents. Don't be like that. So even our kids can end up carrying our baggage. You have too much baggage, people are going to have to help you with your baggage. And of course, if you carry, carry too much baggage these days, they won't let you fly. The airline will tell you, sir or madam, you, you have excess baggage. And we know, of course, if you, if you don't get rid of that excess baggage, it will cost you. You will have to pay. I want to ask you here today, are you carrying excess baggage today that you need to get rid of? Because we've got to remember that we've immigrated from the, the, the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. But some of us are still carrying some souvenirs from the old country. The people of Israel lived in bondage for 400 years. They, they got out of Egypt, okay, but now it was a matter of getting Egypt out of them. You know, when you arrive in New Zealand, you will face customs. They, they will ask you anything to declare, any hazardous goods, any banned substances. Because we've all seen those programs where people try to sneak stuff in. And sometimes we, because we're human, we'll try to sneak stuff into the kingdom that nobody knows, nobody sees. But, but the thing is, sometimes they ask you, could you open your baggage? We want to have a look inside. And if your life was to be open today, what would be inside? What, what, what would they... Fine. Of course, we were so loaded when we came back from India. It was the suitcases were were full, and and when we I needed to clear it as, as you do, she ticked the list and said we had food and 
course, that slowed, slowed us down because it was, it was there, but we put it on. And when, when they opened the suitcase this, just a few weeks ago, when they, when they opened it, it was, <laughs> I'm going there. Uh, when we, they opened it, the pickle <laughs> that India, Anita had brought back, her family had packed it, or whatever, it had broken. And uh, pickle, I don't know if you've ever tasted India pickle. It's pretty strong. It's pretty there. It's delicious. But the pickle had broken, and it, it was leaking, and it had come all over these new clothes. Yeah, that's what I said. Probably a little bit more, but the, <laughs> it had damaged all these new clothes, you know, because that sometimes if we don't deal with the stuff inside, it can break and it can damage that which God desires to do in and through us. You get into a pickle. <laughs> Had to put that in. And of course, there are bins that. You can place stuff in there called amnesty bins where you can get rid of stuff. I, and really, I, I guess today I'm just calling an amnesty. Today, let, let's, let's, let us be a place where today we can, we can get rid of baggage that's weighing you down, slowing you down, and hurting others. When you come into the country onto the plane, you, on the plane as you come into New Zealand, they always hand you a declaration form, right? They, it lists out the stuff when entering New Zealand that you're, you're, you're to be aware aware of it's a list of stuff and you you tick it in, in scripture there are lists when you study scripture you or, or part of bible study methods is look for lists you know there's there's lists of the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness self-control there are lists you you'll find lists in the bible and, and there's some lists that i i want to read out to you today Ephesians 4, verse 31, as it's on the screen, I'm going to read it from here. Do it the old-fashioned way. It's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. It says, get rid, get rid of all, and here's here's the list. Get rid of, of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling. And slander, get rid of it, along with every form of malice. It's saying get rid of it. Malice, what is malice? Malice is to wish evil intent on someone. Get, get, a- anger, dealing with anger, get, get, get rid of it. Rage, you ever had rage? When we were in India, we went to Indore to see the children's home and we, we, we flew there on this flight, and it was, it was awesome. And <laughs> but as we're getting off this flight, I've got to be honest, I lost it with this person. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I, I got off because as I, as I was getting off this plane, and, and you've got to understand, when we book planes, because we, we travel a lot, we make sure we book up the front. We know what aircraft it is, so we can book the front, get off, get get off quick. If we know it's you know the type of aircraft where you get off the back, then we book near the back. So, so I'm like, let's get off. We got we got to travel like 200 kilometers. It's gonna take us about an hour to get off the thing. So I'm getting, I'm like, I'm like the first of the plane, and this little girl, 
Indian girl on a power trip, I reckon. She says to me, as I'm getting off the plane, I've arrived. Never happened to me before. She said, please, your boarding pass. Now, I've just thought I've left my boarding pass on my seat because I don't need it anymore because I've boarded and I've arrived. Why do, and so I said, why do you need to see my boarding pass? Like, what use is my board? I'm already here. I mean, I understand it. If you're, you know, they say you get on the plane, they're like, hey, if this is, if you're not meant to be flying to, to Taupo right now, please get off the plane. Because that, that's when you should, uh, and she's like, I want to see your boarding pass. And I'm like, why? And, and he just saying, calm down, calm down, doing like she's doing here. She, she, she's like, calm, calm down. And, and, and I, was, I, I was like, I needed help from Jesus. I tell you. And, and, and eventually I found it in my bag. I hadn't left it. Because what I'm thinking is, I've left it in my seat because I don't need it anymore. I've got to wait for the whole plane to get off. And then I've got to go back on and find it. But anyway, I found it in my briefcase. I was like, I don't know if I was a good representation of Jesus at uh, that particular point, point of time. Get rid of all but in this rage and anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 7, the, the list is repeated. Repeat it again. It says, you used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourselves. Get rid of it. Now you must rid yourselves of all such things as these. Anger. Here it is again. It's repeated. When something's repeated, it's important. Rid yourselves of anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other. You've taken off your old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, the image of its creator. I thought of that language thing, and there's that story. I, I remember Catherine when we were giving gifts as a church. We, we, I, I can't remember, we were doing it for the end of thing, year thing, and we were giving gifts out. So we were going around giving, giving pot plants or something like that to all the houses of the volunteers in the church. And of course, it took us much longer than we thought it would. And so it's getting dark. And so Catherine, she's going to one house to drop it off, part of our person on the team. They're, they're not here anymore. But, uh, but, but, <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. But um, they, they came, Catherine went to knock on the door and, 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 and to go, hey, here's the gift from the church. And as she knocked on the door, all she get here was, yeah, <laughs> Now, I'm, just, I'm just sort of acting it out there, but you can imagine Fs and all kinds of, it's going hard. It frightened you, didn't it? I was like, yeah, you, you Catherine was like. <laughs> and of course, yeah. <laughs> and you can imagine, right, when, when, when that person finally came out in the morning and there was their pot plant with a little card from the church saying thank you for all that you do, how they were like, oh, I'm sorry. So when they turned up on Sunday, it was a little awkward. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of it. First Peter, First Peter 2 verse 1, First Peter 2 verse 1. 
Just rid yourselves of all malice. Here it is again. And all deceit, all hypocrisy, envy and slander of every, every kind. And James It says, therefore, get rid of all moral filth wow. and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. So the challenge for us all, maybe the keyboard can come, is do you have anything to declare? And you know what? With every trip that we do through life and everything, we, we, we have baggage. And I'm, you know, I, 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 I've walked long enough now to realize that, that there's no one moment where you just chuck off everything. I mean, there's, there's, with every trip and with every journey, with every experience that we pick up baggage. We, we do. And so it's good to have times where you just go, Man, I just need to get rid of that. Yeah. Maybe in another year you'll need to get rid of it again because you've picked it up again. And let me say this about baggage because this is important. The fact that you have baggage doesn't affect your citizenship. I want you to understand this because sometimes people will start to go, man, I'm not worthy. No, you're not. None of us are. Man, I'm just not. No, 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 we're not. See, all of us, we know the gospel, right? All, all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Our righteousness is like filthy rags before a holy God. But you can never be worthy. There's no point in your life where you're going to be able to say that I've reached a place where now, because of what I've done, all is good. Now, you've got to understand when we're dealing with our stuff, when we're dealing with our baggage, we've got to understand it does not affect our citizenship. We still get in. We still have the passport. Jesus has issued it. Hallelujah. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. You see, the Bible says we're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. And so we've got to understand we, we accept that this victory that we have, this freedom that we can walk in, is because of what Christ has done. And so we, 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 when we're dealing with our baggage, we're dealing, uh, dealing with it as a citizen of heaven. We're dealing with it, understanding the victory has already been won through Christ on the cross. Come on, somebody give him some praise in this place. It's already been won. We, we, we come from that thing. So this is, not a, this, this is not a beat up. This is a get rid of so we can walk, so we can walk light, so we can live, fly, uh, live free, so we, can, uh, 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 um, so we can fly, really. Your citizenship has already been taken care of. This is really about how fast you can move and how free you can move through the journey just by getting rid of the stuff that's slowing you down, weighing you down. And I always say that, that story, right? Uh, that's the beauty of the gospel. Jesus doesn't say, doesn't say change, sort yourself out, then you can follow me. 
He doesn't say change and then you can follow. He says, follow me and you'll change. So we're already citizens. And it's out of that that I go out, living in that victory, living in that which has been blood-bought by the cross of Calvary, that I go, Jesus, because you've died for me, I don't want this. I need to get rid of that. And you allow him to, well, I mean, nobody, nobody has it, has it all together. There's not one person here who has it all together. I, I love this. When you think about the people of the Bible, Noah got drunk, Abraham was too old. Sarah laughed at God's promises. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah was ugly. Joseph was abused. Moses had a stuttering problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson had long hair and was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremy and Timothy were too young. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Elijah was so depressed and suicidal. Isaiah preached naked. Not advisable. Jonah, never going to happen here, I'm just telling you. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job went bankrupt. John the Baptist ate bugs. Peter denied Christ. The disciples fell asleep while praying. And Martha worried about everything. The Samaritan woman was divorced more than once. Zacchaeus was too small. Paul was too religious. Timothy had an ulcer. Lazarus was just dead. (laughs) And then there's you. You're, you're coming out, you're, you're already in that position of victory. This is about just, hey, I just want to do life light. So what do I need to get rid of? What I need to declare, maybe it's fear of man, fear of failure, fear, of, maybe it's procrastination, maybe it's guilt, maybe it's shame. What's, what, what is it that's holding you back? What, what is it that's stopping you from flying? What, whatever it is, here's what I know. Jesus said, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So all we're saying today is burden God with what burdens you. Get rid of it. Let this be just a, like a, I, I, I guess a wake-up call, a, a wake sleeper. Arise. Let Christ's light shine on you. My desire is that we walk in freedom. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. That's all. So would you stand? And you know here today, if you've got anything to declare, just in this moment, just hand it over to God. You know, even as I was speaking, you know, that's me. No one knows, but that's me. I've got this in my life. I'm struggling with that in my life. There's this I know. I know I need to sort this out and sort that out. Today, Jesus, we hand these things over to you. Sweet Holy Spirit. You don't condemn, but you convict. And so you convict us today, even of those things. The baggage that we need to deal with. And maybe maybe for some here today, you, 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 it's going to take more than just a prayer. Maybe for some, it's going to need counseling. Maybe for some, it's going to need you've got to talk to someone, an expert who can help you navigate and get free of those those things that bind you. I think later in the year, we've got Richard Black coming, who runs a thing called Mind Health, to, to speak to the whole area of mental health and just keeping our mind right and our heart right. He's one of the top guys in the country. And so maybe it's, it needs more than just, Lord, I need because because you might walk out of here and then struggle with it again. If, it, if you need help, then ask. Be ready to pay the price. 
But for a lot of us here today, we can just say, God, I need to get rid of that. I'm, I'm a, you, you have made me aware. I, I declare this before you. I declare this. I, I, uh, there's an amnesty bin. We're chucking it into the amnesty bin. I've got my passport. I'm ready to enter in. I'm chucking it into the amnesty bin. I'm done with this. I'm done with that. And I hand it off right now in the name of Jesus. Might be lust, might be porn, might be, might be an addiction of some kind. It might be, it might be just stuff that's just like a pain in your neck. I hand it off. I'm not going to carry that. I'm not going to pretend. I'm going to hand it off. I'm getting rid. I need to get rid of it. In Jesus' name. Wash and cleanse us. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit in me. For I desire to worship you. Unhindered. Free of baggage. Deal with my baggage today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Can we honor King Jesus here? Just again, we, we've talked about the prayer language. That's why pray. Build yourself up. Edify. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And everybody said, Amen. The service is over. If you need prayer for anything, somebody is going to be there at the prayer station to pray. God bless. Have a fantastic week. Kora